So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. <laughs> all right, let's do this. All right, what's up, Legacy Makers? Welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose your first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. And on this show and inside of my program, we're teaching busy dads just like you how to do just that. And on today's episode, I'm joined by a super special guest, John Jostin, who is a like one of the OG members of my program, like one of the founding members of my program from well over a year ago. And I'm super excited to have him on the show today because I know that his story is going to be so inspiring. It's going to inspire you to take action. John, what is up, man? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty well. John, you know, I'm really excited that you're on the show because like one, we've been trying to nail this down for a while. And two, because like, I was just like so impressed with like your, your sort of like transformation, your work through the program while you were also pursuing a PhD. And so like you got your PhD, you're back into the, in, in education now and you're teaching, but like, even through all of that, you were still able to stay really focused and dialed in. So I was just like, always really impressed by that. And, you know, there's a little part of me, like back when I was in college that I was like, maybe I'll get my PhD, you know? And so like to, to, to know somebody who did is, is always really impressive. So I know how much hard, how hard that actually is to achieve. So congrats, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, give us like the 30 second spiel. Like who's John? Like, what do we need to know about John? So, um, my current, current job, I teach high school freshman, sophomore and senior English. I also adjunct instruct, um, English 101 is the easiest way, um, at two different universities. And so nice. I have, uh, two kids, Millie is nine and then Emerson is five. Um, they, keep things always interesting, <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's largely kind of a quick snapshot, um, oh, yeah, man. amongst doing all that, you know, keep some of the, the physical activity and all of that incorporated in things. Um, cause I, I feel like it helps me actually, like, it seems like another thing to do, but it actually helps me do some of those things. Like you mentioned the finishing the PhD and all of that. And I think yeah. when it's got more serious with that, it's where I felt like I needed to keep doing something kind of to get out of, out of my brain for a little bit and do. Yeah, physical. absolutely. So, we can so. talk more about that too, because like, I know for myself personally, like when I was in school in college and stuff, even getting my master's, like whenever I would experience any kind of like writer's block or, um, or if I was just like, I want, I, I, I want like the best thesis possible for this paper. I would like go for a run. And then I would like come up with the idea deal like while I was running and then come home and like write it all out or you know what I mean so like I, I totally know what you're saying with that um and where are you located again so currently in Reno Nevada and do your do your students in high school call you doctor or is, is it just mister so I let them choose some students have decided to start calling me Dr. J which I think is great like I you know some still call me Mr. Jostin and I'm not too too strict about it <laughs> I, I talked to them about like the most formal would be Dr. Jostin, but you can come up with nicknames. <laughs> I like Dr. J. It's like really cool. It could be like your, like your cool, like Dr. J, like 
you know, like I said at the top of the show, like you were one of like our founding members, like one of the original members of inside of our program once you like actually opened it up to like a larger, larger audience. And like, so what was life like for you? Like, you know, like your health, your fitness and all that stuff before joining the program? I started, I think it was July of 2021. And so I was coming off of like a really tough teaching year. And I was also commuting a lot in a short statement, like eating wasn't great. Um, I would try and do some physical activities, but it was just like, I would, I would commute for an hour and then I'd have my teaching day and then I would drive home an hour and I just wasn't fitting in really any significant physical activity. And because of some of the like negative aspects of where the job life was, I was not eating the best and I was drinking more. Like it was just like kind of one thing, you know, we've talked about habits and how positive ones can build, but so can negative ones. And so it was just kind of one thing led to another. And so once the school year ended, you know, I think we've all had those moments where we're like, I need to change something. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of started looking at some different options of what I could do. And then I think the Instagram algorithm sent me your page. Uh, and so then I looked into it and I reached out. So awesome, man. And how much, how much, do you remember how much you weighed like in during that time when you were like really stressed going to school, drinking a lot and all that stuff? So I think at the start of that summer, I was at about 237. And was that like the heaviest you've ever been? Yeah. I mean, there's one other point, 2012 or so, where I was right around that same 245 mark. Got it, got uh, it. But so it's, it's been for sure kind of the heaviest. Right. Right. So like clothes weren't fitting well, your habits, you know, energies level sucked and all that stuff. And you were like, I need to figure something out. And then the algorithm gods <laughs> met, yeah. joined us together. That's awesome. And so like what inspired you to ultimately like join the program though? Like what, what resonated, what spoke to you? So I think it's, it's important that like the program is geared towards dads, you know, that by itself is different than a lot of the other things that I had, I had seen. And not that like the other people's programs wouldn't have worked. I have no idea. Maybe they would have, but it was just like that, you know, you were talking about like the, the difficulty of being a dad and then also finding the time for this. Um, At the time, it was also like some of the workouts didn't seem daunting time-wise, like they, they work and they're hard, but it's also like, it's 15 minutes or 12 minutes or, you know, it's something that seems a little bit more approachable when you're maybe you've had physical fitness before, but you're trying to get back into it. Or if you haven't had anything at all, like it's a good starting point. It's not like, okay, now you need to go run, you know, eight miles on a Saturday. It's more of like, we're going to start with like the hundreds and then some of these shorter workouts. So I think that that, that was nice for me, even though I've had periods of time when I've worked out more, it was like, okay, I can start to introduce this more and it's not a, like a gigantic time commitment that way. Yeah. Like overhauling your lifestyle, this huge commitment or like this daunting thing, you know, where it's just like this, like, oh, now I have to go to the gym six days a week, lift for an hour and a half. And like, it's intimidating to walk into a gym and all these movements I'm supposed to know, but I don't know. Right. Versus like, yeah, you could just do some push-ups and squats at home and, you know, for like 10 minutes and do that a couple times a week and you're going to see like great results. Right. Um, and I, I really appreciate that you mentioned like the dad thing, because like, yeah, I, and I believe all programs out there work, right? Like 
some probably a little bit better than others, but like Zumba freaking works. Like if you want it, like if, if it didn't work, it wouldn't be as big of a brand as it is. There wouldn't be as many testimonials as there are. Right. Um, it's just a matter of like what actually works for you. Like, and, and, you know, all these fitfluencers on Instagram with like 8% body fat who are 20 telling you, you got to suck it up and no excuses. It's like, yeah, I mean, at one period of my life, maybe that would make sense. But now with two kids, your career, PhD, all that stuff, it just like doesn't make sense now. Right. So, um, and so like you join the program, you get in as a, as a freaking founding member. Right. So you get in like, you know, probably the, the, the cheapest it was ever going to be and all that, which is awesome. And basically you were letting me like test things out on you guys is essentially what it was. Cause that's how we were like fine tuning the program. And now we have like the five-step process, like the seven core habits and all that stuff. But none of that was there when you first started. Um, so like, but what did you learn? Like, what were your like big takeaways when you, when you first started the program? I think some of it is small actions and like the small steps, which is some of the advice that I've given people that have asked me for advice is like, choose something and like, just take a step forward. So if it's one of the hardest and easiest changes is the nutrition, because like, you're going to eat anyway. So mm-hmm. it's just changing some of those like baseline things that you eat as right. far as like fitness stuff. <clears throat> it's yeah. Find something that you enjoy and take like small steps to like, okay, do it two days a week. And then the next week do it three and like build it. So it's going to take some time, but just like having those small actions, Um, And I think it's also something that I've taken from the program is finding something specific that isn't related to the number on the scale to track as well. So like the hundreds or um, the 30 minute run, or, you know, if you're doing more lifting stuff, like how is your weight going up or something that isn't related to the number on the scale, even though it's fun to see that go down is like, you're able to track, you know, the positive momentum that you have. So last year, last October, I had this really like slow 5k time for me is what it wasn't where I thought I should be. And then I ran a 5k this year on the same weekend, but just a year future. um, And I cut 10 minutes off of it. So it was 45 minutes down to 35 minutes. And so like, (laughs) you know, I'm not hanging with the people that are doing it in like 16, but like 10 minutes off of the time is a good, like, okay, things are working. Things are moving. So hell yeah. That's like essentially like over three minutes a mile. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause it's like a five K is like what three and a half miles or something like that. So it's essentially like taking off three minutes off of your mile or f- three miles, like over the course of, of a year, which is an, an awesome metric. And I love that you bring that up that it's like, Yes, weight, we measure weight, we track weight, right? But it's not the only metric that we track. Um, we track, you know, how your clothes fit, you know, uh, your actual progress photos, like before and afters, um, what your energy levels feel like, uh, you know, how you're sleeping, the numbers that you're putting up via like working out or even like the times that it takes you to complete certain workouts that we repeat very, you know, every so often, like the 100s every single week, it's like, hey, in your first week, maybe it takes you 20 minutes to do the 100s and you have to go to your knees for some of your pushups. But maybe by like week 12 or week 16, like you're doing it in 10 minutes and you're not going on your knees for pushups anymore. Right. So all those things we try to teach too, because it could be discouraging to see that number move, you know, the scale itself move like slowly or to get actually stuck right? But then what people don't realize is like the muscle versus fat thing, right? Sometimes you're actually putting on muscle while losing weight. 
So it's like, but the weight's not, the scale is not moving. It's like, yeah, the scale's not moving, but do your jeans fit better? And it's like, yeah, they do. Does your shirt fit better? It's like, yeah, it does. It's like, well, it's because you're burning fat and you're, you're putting on muscle. And so like the weight is actually like offsetting itself, but the body composition is changing. I, one thing I did want to bring up, which I think is really important uh, to, for others to hear is I remembered like there was like a little slump that you might've experienced where like, you know, you're in the program for many months and then there was sort of like a little slump, but then you came back and you came back really hard. What, if you don't mind, like, can you talk us through like, what was that like downward slump? And the reason why I think it's important for people to hear is because people, you, you've all seen the graph, like people think progress looks like this, but progress really looks like this, right? Like that whole swirly slide. And like, I think it's so easy for you to be like, yeah, dude, I started the program and then I was down 10 pounds and then, then 15, 20, 30. And like, look, look, versus like, yeah, I started the program. I saw some initial success. Then I backtracked, but then I got back on. Right. So like, that's really important. And if you don't mind sharing, like what happened with that, like little slump there in the middle? So I think from like August, 2021 to like October of 2021, like things were going down pretty good. Like, um, I was hitting the workouts and drinking water and nutrition and I was like crushing things. Um, but around the same time, um, is when my mom's health was declining. And <clears throat> so in November of 2021, um, she passed away. And kind of after that, like, I just, I dropped everything. Like I had right. to, it was just kind of those initial stages of just shock and grief and not really knowing what to do. <laughs> um, and so I just, I let a lot of things go. I was, I would go on walks still. Like I would go on walks with my weighted vest, but like, I wasn't really doing anything nutrition wise. And um, and so that is ironically, when I got back up to 245, like I had made this progress and then I was just like, you know, not having those habits again, understandably so, but like, it was just, yeah, cool. and so I went back up and I think it was like January 3rd or so of, uh, 2022, I started up again. Yeah. Um, so I was back at 245, but the, the nice thing is that I had had this recent experience of like, okay, I know what to kind of go back to is like trying to get some of the nutrition in check and like starting to do the workouts more often and like building these habits back. So that was one of the bigger ones, but then like some of the smaller things is like, you know, that you have things tracking pretty well. And then for a week you let you know, some of the nutrition slide. And so you go up a little bit, but then, you know, just remember that you can, you have the habits and uh, all of that to kind of have that go back down. So, yeah. And thank you so much for sharing that. And again, I know I remember going, you know, have, I remember observing you go through all of that. And again, I'm, I'm really sorry for, for your loss. And I also remember though, like seeing you come back and then go like really hard. And the thing that, that, that I thought was really interesting is like you said, like you already have the habits, the foundations, you know exactly what you need to do. It's just a matter of like getting yourself back into it. But then you were able to get back to where you were much faster right? It didn't like take as long for you. Like, cause I remember like once you like January, you were like, I'm recommitting, I'm doing this. You started coming back to the coaching calls and all that stuff. And then like the weight was just accelerating, accelerating, accelerating until like, you know, a couple months later, I, I, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I remember a couple months later, you were like, dude, I'm down this way. I'm like, what, how is that possible? So um, what, what kind of results did you get? Because I'm sure people are curious, like, all right, this guy fluctuated. He was at 245 when he started the program, 245 midway through. So like, what kind of results ultimately did you get while in the program? I am around um, 200 right now. So it's about 45 pounds. 
from like, if you take the entire program, um, I'm around, um, 200, um, some weeks I'll kind of drop down to around like 196 ish, but it's kind of somewhere I've been pretty consistent in that like ballpark for a while now. So yeah, it's been huge. How does that feel? Like when you step on the scale and you see like a one instead of like 245, like a one in front of your, your weight, how did that feel? So it's interesting because like I had originally felt like I had this number in mind of what I was going to get to. Um, and now that I've kind of seen like how I feel already at this, like 195, 196 to 200, I'm like, I don't know, I might just focus more on like strength and conditioning stuff now and, and not really think about the number as much, but it's still, it's nice to like go from just how you felt, not only just emotionally and like energy wise, but also in seeing the number at the height to then knowing that you're feeling better energy wise and like you're yeah. having these exercises and things that you're measuring progress with. And then you also see the number. It's like, it's almost like building the habits too. It's like building these kind of positive signs that like, just kind of keep, keep doing, you know, the workouts and keep doing your thing. That's amazing, man. And and, and let me ask, like, do you feel like like that this is actually like permanent now? Do you feel like this is sustainable? You know, because like you've experienced fluctuations in the past in your life. I know I have personally, but do you feel like now, like, like I know what I'm doing, I know how to do this and I feel like I can maintain this forever. Or do you still feel like it's touch and go? I got to hold on to it while I can. Like, you know, I'm just curious, like what are your honest thoughts there? I think it is, is the short answer. The longer answer is, is that I think I'll find some different like focus you know, some different things that I want to focus on for the workouts, just to kind of keep it interesting. There's that aspect of it is, you know, find something that you enjoy doing. And then I feel like if you find yourself in a rut with workouts is to consider trying a different style of workout for even just two weeks, just to change it up or take a week Mm -hmm. off. I mean, just get away from it for a little bit to kind of replenish the energy towards it. But I think it's more permanent. And one of the signs that I've seen for it is that like, I've made it more of a point where previously I might've used it as an excuse to not go to like a workout class or not do the workout is that I've just, you know, figured out a way to do it anyway. Like I took my kids to a CrossFit class yesterday, you know, previously I might've been like, well, I don't know about taking the kids to the gym or something, but, uh, yeah, just kind of building in those habits that way. I think that's part of where like it's become more of the identity part is that it's like the the reasons to not go, you know, aren't as as paramount, you know, finding ways to fit it in. Exactly. And that's what we talk about, like the habit phase, the lifestyle phase, and the identity phase, right? It's like in the habit phase, you're practicing something over and over again until you get it right, but it's not really part of who you are. Like anything can come you can come knocking you off of that that those habits, right? But then in the lifestyle phase, you start to build your life around this thing a little bit more. And then in your identity phase, you're just like, this is just what I do. Like, kids, you're coming with me, right? It's like you're coming, you're coming to do workouts with me because this is just what we do. Dude, that's so freaking awesome. So last question is like, what would you tell somebody who's like on the fence? Maybe they're like they're listening and they're thinking, like, man, this sounds awesome. You know, I've been looking into it. I want to reach out to him. I'm just not sure. Like if this is right for me, like, what would you tell somebody who's like on the fence about joining the program? It's more complicated than this, but my initial answer is, you know, give it a try. Like the worst thing that would happen is that 
in my mind, the worst thing that would happen is that you do the program, you figure out that like maybe this program isn't the right thing for you, but that maybe it helps you figure out what is. Like if you decide like, okay, I've done the workouts and I've done this program, what I realize I actually want to do is X. Um, you've at least taken that step forward to figuring out kind of the overall health and wellness of your life. Um, and I think that it's one of the most important things that you can do is to take care of like your own, like mental and physical health. Um, and it's challenging to do, to fit the time in. And one of the good things about this program is that if you're coming to it from <clears throat> being a newer person to like health and fitness, like those small actionable steps are really helpful you're coming from it or to it rather from this point of like, you've had more fitness and like, you've just fallen off a little bit. The workouts will challenge you still. Like it's kind of for where it's scaled to wherever you're kind of at. In my mind, I think that's one of the best things too. Hell yeah, man. Thank you so much. That's super helpful. And I love that. Like whether you're somebody who's been into fitness for several years or you're not, and this is like your first endeavor like we got you covered. And like, that's some, one of the things that I like, sort of like pride myself on is like, as far as the program goes is like, it's, it's really designed to get people like other programs out there. And again, I'm not knocking other programs, but when you look at their before and afters, it's always like the after is always like some really chiseled dude. And it's like, oh, there was just a chiseled dude who was just a little out of shape in the before picture. You know what I mean? And like, I'll, I'll gladly work with people like that too, but I'm more interested in like helping people who are like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never worked out. Going into the gym intimidates me. Like doing freaking anything with barbells like is intimidating or I just don't understand it. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. And we're going to show you how you just do some push-ups and squats from the comfort of your home without having to see other people and like you could literally, you know, get into amazing shape and lose like John did 45 pounds um once you get all those habits in place and all that stuff. So, John Thank you so much. I really appreciate you really appreciate you coming on. I knew that your story would inspire so many people to take action and I'm so glad that you we finally got to connect and got to share your story, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. If you found this helpful, if you're like, man, that that was really awesome and I'd love to to learn a little bit more about this program, just go to forgingelitefathers.com. Click on that apply button and I will personally be in touch to work out if and how my program could help you hit your goals, right? So Let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness until next time. Let's go. Okay.